Sixers, are the Houston Rockets still in play for James Harden as free agency gets underway on Friday? Well, at least that's the word out there in the streets. Let's discuss it next right here, Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, you are locked on 76ers. I'm Devon Givens from 97.5 The Fanatic Radio here in Philadelphia alongside my co-host and partner, as always, from The Inquirer and TheInquirer.com, Keith Pompey. We thank you for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, and on YouTube right here, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's happening, Keith? What's good, D? How you been, bro? Uh, pretty good, man. No complaints, man. We got a lot to talk about again. Uh, what's good with James Harden, the 76ers, the Houston Rockets, his representation, all of that. We'll get into that in just a second to begin things here. We'll also talk about the trade that went down on Monday afternoon. John Collins, formerly now of the Atlanta Hawks. He has been traded how many times, Keith? Like four consecutive years. I know, right? <laughs> He's finally on the move to the Utah Jazz. We'll tell you about that package. Should the Sixers have been involved in a deal like that? for John Collins, and later on we'll start to get into the free agents of the Sixers that are not just James Harden. We'll talk about the primary center behind Joel Embiid, that is one young Paul Reed. We'll do that in a little bit. Keith, uh, reports out there uh, have it that James Harden, the only team that has really been rumored to give the Sixers a little bit of run for their money for James Harden's services for the upcoming season and beyond, that has been his former team, the Houston Rockets. And since uh, you reported early, things have kind of flipped a little bit and things have kind of slowed down where it's back in the Sixers court. Well, now, again, uh, a new report comes out earlier today. Longtime NBA writer Sam Amick uh, speaking about how, at least right now, uh, it seems that James Harden word is that the Houston Rockets are still Keith in play may not be a lot for him to be back in Philadelphia. Um, I don't necessarily think that's going to play out. I still think it's the Sixers and we can get into the contractual part of it because I've been really strong on two years and, and not a max contract, but Keith, your thoughts, man, Houston, Philadelphia, if you're not really bargaining against anybody else, what are we doing here? I mean, I kind of, I'm with you, dude. Like, I, you know, it's, it's like to a point. At one point, like I said, a month ago or two months ago, however long it was, it was that point where you thought like, okay, he was, everybody was saying he was going back to Houston. Now everybody's saying, look, man, he's going to Philly. Um, it, the, the thing is, I, you know, here it is. And you also hear reports that before, remember, Philly was saying we're not interested in uh impact in our short and long-term future, it seems like people right now are basically negotiating through the media, right? So the Sixers are interested in negotiating their short and long-term future. And then all of a sudden, James is like, oh, I might really want to go back. I mean, I I don't know. You know what I mean? It just seems like this. And now all of a sudden you're hearing that the Sixers are saying they're, they're close to giving them a max deal, right? So, with that being said, I think he, he's ultimately going to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, I just, I mean, I'll be shocked if he goes there. I mean, first of all, I think that the part of the problem is yes, it's a great, it's a great place for him, um, landing spot. But you know, you look at Fred Van Vliet, and you look at uh, Dylan Brooks, another guy they're going after hard, and then they can go out there and get another person, or actually they could split the money between those two. Where if you get James, you might miss out on one of them, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think Dylan Brooks is going to get thirty million, no. Yeah. But 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 I do think that you can go get Fred, you can get Dylan, and you can get another guy. You can get three dudes, man. You can get three guys, two starters, and possibly a third guy to come off the bench, as opposed to James and maybe just Dylan. I I, I don't, I, I just don't see it. I think Houston has too many options and. I think Fred is a better fit right now than James is. And, and for me, I think it's the same thing that Tillman Fertitta, the owner, and what we're dealing with here with Daryl Morey, those two guys have to realize that, again, while they may not be much bidding and maybe just those two teams, the love affair that they have with James Harden, understood. But again, you have to be a realistic about who he is and is he worth the contract, whether it's a max contract, or a big money annually for James Harden at this stage of his career. And and that's where I am for the Sixers side. And I would think that's the same for any Houston Rocket fans that like James Harden, may like the the, uh, option of bringing and the possibility of bringing him back. In the end, though, it may not just simply make sense financially to do something like that, all because there's a love affair there from the owner. doesn't seem like it's anybody else. We never hear Ime Udoka is interested. We never hear Rob Stone, the general manager, is interested. And certainly not necessarily the players. We don't hear them jumping out like, yeah, now they can't. They shouldn't because it's the tampering part. And you don't want to get hit, draft picks, and fines. But we only hear whenever it's discussed of how it's Tillman Fertitta, not Ime Udoka. Yeah, and and then the thing is with that is you hear like, it's one of those things where, you know, Ime Udoka would prefer to have Fred Van Bleet, you know what I mean? That's what you hear, you know? So, I mean, of course, that's something that's never going to be on the record, somebody saying it, uh, until uh, unless James doesn't come there. But but that's what you hear. I mean, think about it. You know, the, the team is a young team. Um, You know, Fred is younger. They want to get out and go. James likes to hold on to the ball a lot. There's a lot that they can do differently fred just seems like a better fit well seems like who knows maybe nick nurse feels the same way about that situation here in philadelphia yeah Uh, you know you never know well we're going to take a quick break we come right back then we got to get into this trade with utah and the atlanta hawks john collins finally traded from the atlanta hawks whether it was trey young and he not getting along uh the money the cap hold i believe he has three or 72 million dollars remaining on his deal whatever it is he's still a young talented player and he was basically just giving away to the Utah Jazz. We'll explain what the deal was, why it went down that way. Should the Sixers have explored something like this, knowing that you could have possibly come off of Tobias Harris's deal? And we'll get into it next right here on Locked On 76ers. We keep talking about fit, and that is necessarily for us here when we talk basketball for a championship team. And for eBay Motors, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit as well. Same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. There is no other place to go. Guaranteed, 
eBay guaranteed fit. You can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or you'll get your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game. When you do shop on eBay Motors and with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Thanks for making Locked On 76 is your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow on the show. We'll continue our uh, talking points about some of the free agents there. There are quite a few with the 76ers, not just James Harden and Paul Reed, which we're talking about today. We'll get into a few others tomorrow. Maybe Jalen McDaniels, George Niang, Shake Milton. You have to tune in to find out. All right, Keith, the deal, the Utah Jazz trading for John Collins, still 24 years of age, 25 years of age, teaming him up in the front court with all-star, first-time all-star at Lowry Marketing, all-NBA rookie center, uh, Walker Kessler, and now John Collins is a part of that front court. As of right now, the back court, that's up for question. We'll see how things go there. But they have a really nice uh, front court, and they got John Collins only for Rudy Gay, who opted into his $6.2 million player option on the final year of his deal, and Keith, just the second-round pick for the Atlanta Hawks. Now, clears up a lot of space for Atlanta, where they can also now jump into the taxpayer mid-level exception by clearing this room, and they have to sign some of their existing players to extensions, et cetera. So, surprise John Collins got traded, or since he's been rumored to be traded for the last four off seasons and even during the season that it finally went down. So it's not all that much of a surprise, or at least were you surprised about the return? Um, well, the thing is, I, I feel like nowadays people are just trading people to free up cap space. And that's what you said with him. They freed up a little bit of, you know, they freed up some money. I mean, so I, I feel like it seems like to me nowadays, this new collective bargaining it's changing teams. Like you got teams worrying about more about get paying that tax than they are like being a fit. Now, again, John Collins is a guy that they wanted to trade for a while, but I guess they felt like the time was now because once this new collective bargaining thing goes in there, he's going to be on the books with, you know, at least second apron. Yeah. For that second apron. So, yeah. I mean, so I was, yeah, I was shocked. I mean, like, Again, I, I felt like, well, well, maybe Tobias could have went to Utah and they could have got Rudy Gay back and that would have freed up some cap space. You know what I mean? Sixers, yeah. Yeah. For the Sixers. Um, you know, so so that was my thought when I saw that. I was like, because Utah was one of the teams who was inquired about Tobias. So, mm. you know what I mean? So that was my initial thought. Like, you know, I, I but, was, that's interesting. I wonder I wonder why they went that direction um, with Utah. Was it more because of the youth that they feel like they're a young front court with Tobias Harris is 30 years of age? Yeah, one year. But uh, interesting. Uh, well, Daryl Morey didn't want to didn't want to. And Daryl Morey didn't want to trade him. Yeah, so, he yeah. didn't want to trade him. He didn't want to. He didn't want to deal. You know, he was he didn't really want to trade him. So. 
Yeah, so that that had a lot to do with it right then and there. Yeah, Daryl, you know, it was one of those. He just didn't want to trade him. And hypothetically, if that was the case, then he could maybe use the tax player tax level mid level exception, tax uh, mid level exception there. And by doing so, maybe that would be their replacement for Tobias Harris. And if 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 they did move him in, the, let's say a hypothetical deal where they can open up some cash, some cash, hit the free agent market, and maybe acquire a player that they can give somewhere in that 10, 11, 12 million dollar range annually to come in and start but maybe that's why Daryl Morey decided not to because he felt like the best starter for this basketball team is one Tobias Harris yeah 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 that and also I think you got to wait and see what James does before you you know you do anything you know yeah see what see where he is and I was just talking about it on the show last night Keith about the order because if you remember JJ Redick was waiting to see what happened with Jimmy Butler and Tobias Harris once J.J. Redick realized that Jimmy Butler was leaving, it made sense for him to also leave because that was probably the best team. So there's a pecking order of waiting. And at least on Friday when things get underway, uh, Tom Alvord, my producer on the show, had asked me, which one do you, how long do you think this is going to drag out with James Harden and his piece? And I was like, you know what? I don't know. It could drag out just to wait through Saturday to see what other names drop. If Fred Van Vliet does go to Houston, does another team trade one of their point guards and they have to decide if they want to now get into the James Harden sweepstakes. Does James Harden find it interesting to possibly join one of those other organizations? Should it open up and free up some uh, some uh, opportunity for him to go elsewhere? Don't know. You, you never know. So, But to your point, the James Harden piece is probably going to be the one that's the domino effect to see what happens first. And then we'll see if they revisit anything with Tobias Harris. Yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. I agree 100%. Yeah, so uh, Utah got better. Jordan Clarkson has a player option, has not opted out yet, and Mike Conley is still under contract. So that's your backcourt. Colin Sexton coming off the bench, at least for right now. They drafted one of the young kids uh, from uh, in, in the draft. They had a top 10 pick there. Had a nice draft overall. I think they got uh, picked up Hendricks as uh, one of their uh, power forwards. So uh, nice young, but the backcourt, they have to figure that piece out for the Utah Jazz competing out West. Come back, final segment. We got to talk about Paul Reed, another big man to discuss here on Sixers Free Agent. And we'll do that here uh, next to talk about Paul Reed, a restricted free agent. What should we be looking at with Paul Reed possibly returning to Philadelphia next, right here, locked on 76ers? <laughs> Welcome back to Locked On 76ers. Heath Keith Pompey of the Inquirer, Inquirer.com. I'm Devon Gibbons from 97 Father Fanatic. Getting ready for the offseason to really kick off with the Sixers and the rest of the association on Friday. Free agent period. Restricted free agency is also an important piece, too, from other teams. Cam Johnson restricted from the Brooklyn Nets. What's going to happen there? But most importantly here in Philadelphia, a restricted free agent in the form of Paul Reed, the third-year center uh, out of DePaul backup has established himself as the backup at least for Joel Embiid 
And Keith, this is going to be an interesting one because Paul Reed did show himself really well all season long, came to the playoffs. He still got those minutes over Dwayne Dedman and Montrez Harrell, two veterans on this basketball team. His number, I, I don't know where his range will be. I don't know what teams might be interested, but he showed enough over these past couple of seasons, these two seasons in particular, where he might have some interest around the league, Keith, and a young athletic big man of five that could potentially do some things, maybe even if they ask him to play some four minutes. Yeah, yeah, he's a guy that that, that should get some interest. Um, again, that's the question, like how much is he going to get, right? But but also I, I do believe that, I mean, you know, you look at it, you, you, you expect the 76ers to match it because I don't think like someone is going to say, Okay, Paul, we're gonna throw twenty million dollars at you, right? You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's not gonna happen. Um, not right now. Um, not to say he can't become that type of player. I just don't see it right now. But 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 I do think that in a position of need where you know he and well Joel and the guy who they just picked up um from Arizona um are the only two centers on the roster and and this guy is a two-way guy who has yet to even sign this contract right right so when you look at that you know paul reed um is 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 a guy of position of need now again the sixers could go out and free agency and and get another backup center someone who's going to be taller maybe bigger stronger than him but you know, Paul Reed showed that he can be a solid backup for, for Joel Embiid and also a change of pace type of center. So I do. I'm with you. I, I, I think the 76ers, I mean, there is going to be some interest, but I also think the 76ers need to make sure that this is a, um, a priority. A, a priority. Yeah, to get him a priority to get him. Yeah. And and again, we, we don't know the numbers, uh, but if I was looking at anything, I would say a two, three year deal. Um, numbers wise though, not sure, but as far as a backup, you want to make sure you have some consistency there and they will bring in maybe another veteran, but he's going to battle it out with Paul Reed a little bit, but with the idea that Paul Reed is going to have the, the option of being the number one. And that is though, if the new head coach and Nick nurse is fond of Paul Reed, don't know, but his track record tells you that at least he can work with the athletic, versatile hustle type of players that he had in Toronto and maybe incorporate them into the lineup and make some things happen. He, he's also had some burly guys when it comes to Jakob Pertl being a big guy. Marcus Saul. Now he was his IQ is crazy and he can he can do so many different things. Defensive player of the year formerly with the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, you had a few other guys that were also some bigger bodies there to go along with Nick Nurse's uh, center rotation in the past. But for the most part, we saw a lot of athletic versatile players that would man the five position and in this case we're only talking about a backup for Joel and B so I would think that he has a priority Keith for the Sixers uh, if he did sign an offer sheet elsewhere I wonder what I don't know and I wonder what their tipping point will be of okay that's too much we can't even go that far yeah I, I, I are you talking about with the Sixers and stuff like yeah, that and yeah, that's whatever might be out there from the uh, other team yeah, yeah, yeah. That see, that's the thing too. Whoever might be out for other team, but the one thing that will will play probably in the Sixers' favor favor is that a lot of times these teams, some teams, will get a little leery of going after restricted free agents or at least giving them a lot of money, right? 
Because what happens is, say, like, okay, I'm going to go after Paul Reed. I'm going to give him, like, $10 million, right? I'm going to say, hey, look, you come here, you're going to make $10 million a year, a little bit more. Well, the Sixers have, until a certain time, to match that, right? The holdup. So, <laughs> so the holdup. So while that holdup is in there, like, all of a sudden, all these other dudes that you targeted or signing for contracts, and then the Sixers are like, oh, 11th hour, we're going to match Paul's salary. Mm -hmm. And then you lost out on everyone. So typically, like, now, if it's, like, if you got a bunch of cap space and it's, like, a Joel Embiid or someone like that, and that wouldn't even happen in that instance. But if it's somebody you really wanted, you know, yeah, you might can make that gamble. But for Paul Reed, like, you do it for him, and the next thing you know (laughs) – Daryl's like, thank you. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, you know, that's not a good look. That's yeah. not a good look. Yeah. I, I would think like you that he's a priority. I would expect him to be back. Yeah, yeah. 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 I would expect Paul Reed to be back. Nice, nice young player. Uh always willing to learn. So very curious to see what his number, what his interests around the league. We talk about him here and we talk about him as a nice young player. We also heard where he, he couldn't get on the floor because he wasn't necessarily picking things up. And, that, you know, that was coming from the coaching staff. You would hear them, you know, talk mm-hmm. about that. And you would see it on the floor y- yourself. Uh, but in this case, he's improved. He's he's gotten better. And that's just the hard work. You're talking about an MVP or, right, uh, uh, all-leaguer for the G League uh, for, for the time that he spent down there. He did some numbers. He did some things there. And now it's starting to translate to the profession, to the big club with the NBA very very interesting to see where the interest lies rest with the rest of the teams in the nba yeah he was he was all league he was uh mvp and rookie, and rookie year. Of the year. yeah yes yeah. yeah, some, some pretty good numbers there yeah. some of that is going to translate of course to the nba level keith as always is uh always fun we got to thank everybody for making locked on 76 is your first listen every day every day is tomorrow on the show we'll keep the trend going talking about the sixers free agents should they stay? Should they go? And of course, a few other things with this team. Keith, do you mind letting the good folks know where they can find us? Yeah, you you can uh, find us wherever you find your uh, your podcast at, wherever you get them from. And this one is free and available anywhere you get your podcast at. Also, you can go to when you go to our YouTube channel, Locked On Seventy Sixers. Make sure you click on the Liberty Bell. Right, you do that. Boom, you become a subscriber. And you get notified whenever we have our podcast. But tonight and the rest of this week, rest you can week. listen. You can listen to my man Devon on the Divine Giving Show from six to ten p.m. on ninety-seven five FM radio. You can follow D on Twitter at Devon G nine seven five. You can follow me on Twitter at Pompeii on Sixers, and you can read my stuff in the Philadelphia Inquirer and Inquirer.com. Always fun, man. Thanks, everybody, for listening, Keith. Thanks, man. All right. Thanks, D. Peace, y'all.